I was looking at this. If you have your Bible in Isaiah 22 in verse 8, if you don't, I'm going to read it anyway. It says this, Judah's defenses have been stripped away. So you run to the armory for your weapons. So they were preparing for war. Remember, we are in war daily, right? We're advancing the kingdom. We're constantly laying hold of the kingdom. So we can apply this to ourselves. We run to the armory for our weapons. So whatever those weapons are for that season, God gives us everything we need. But just think about those weapons, those tools that enable whatever God's put in your hand uh, to, for you to work. You inspect the breaks in the walls of Jerusalem. So we're studying where we're at. Where are the problems at? How can we plug it in? That, and that starts in our own hearts, in our own homes first, in the quiet place. Where are the, the leaks and the breaks in your walk with the Lord when nobody else is looking? Before you look at the public space and you're using those same kind of weapons, but you master them in the private. You store up water in the lower pools. So you're looking at all of the issues, right? Verse 10, you survey the houses and tear some down. So you're rearranging for stone to strengthen the wall. So you're seeing weak areas. We use our tools and our weapons and our gifts to strengthen certain areas. When you talk about houses, it's personal. It's a covering. It's a place where you find safety. It's a place where you nest, right? It's where God, and He's, he's our Father, and He's also described as our husband, you know? Uh, so it's like a place where your vows are, are made and, and are lived out, you know, from the home. So you're building it up. Between the city walls, you build a reservoir. It's all about tools for water from the old pools. So you're looking at ways to improve things. Ways to look at a reservoir is to look at things for the future. We're all planning, I hope you guys are looking to the future. Because if you're not, then you need to ask the Lord, what am I living for? Otherwise, you're just living for the tools of the day. You, those tools are just an extension of the vision that God has given us. They're, they're enablers of what He's given you. So I want to ask you guys today, what kind of vision are you heading for? Are you just walking daily? Because there's a, there's, there, there's a warning that I felt the Lord give me uh, about these tools, about these gifts, that if you're not living for that big picture, if you're not applying uh, whatever He's put to your task today, your eyes can get focused on the tools or the gifts or the phenomenon. I was talking with Caroline about that, where people are looking for the experience, gold dust, tooth, Okay, God can do anything. But you see, when you, when you take your eyes off the vision of why I'm here and what He is doing, not what I want to be doing, but what God is advancing for, what happens is we take our eyes off the tool maker, the gift giver, the miracle maker, and we focus on the tools or the gifts instead, and that becomes a God. And that's the warning I felt. It's like, let's be aware that if you make the tools or the gifts your God, and it's easy to do without thinking it, because I'm looking for that next experience. I'm seeing, uh, I want to see growth in our churches, you know. Uh, I want to see growth in your youth group. It's like, but actually you're looking at tools, things to bring people in. You know, I, we need a good music session to make people excited, right? We're talking about that. Then you just look at the music session. You're not looking at the reason for the music, which is to usher in the presence of God so people fall on their knees and repentance, you know, and they're, well, the music is so good, but it's the presence of God there. You've ended up worshiping the tool, not the tool maker, the gift, not the gift maker. And this is really interesting because this is a warning. So he says, you know, so between the city walls, you build a reservoir for water from the opal. He's saying, look, I see what you're doing. Good job. Well done. That's how you're meant to work. 
Neo works in between codes, you know, he's typing and creating stuff. But he can't code a program without knowing what he's trying to achieve. If he's just coding away, he'll never come to anything. He has to have a vision. This is the app I'm going to create. These are the this is the purpose of this app. And so therefore, I'm going to break down the code for it. But if he just worships the code and goes, wow, I can really code so amazingly, he's never going to have anything useful. The Lord cannot use it because it's not being made, it's not being utilized for what it was made for. So in our lives, because then he says this, but you never asked for help from the one who did all this. You never asked. So for example, if we see something amazing in, in Ugdao through Buhi, Let's not forget to ask the Lord what else He wants if we see those miracles that we are asking for. You know, Jesus walked in signs and wonders. It was to reveal the kingdom. People would fall on their knees. You are God. Not just, wow, that's a great feeling. Can I come back next week and feel good again? And people forget to ask because they're worshiping the tool or the gift or the event or the experience. You see, a, a, a young Christian will just want to chase an experience because like a kid, like Micah comes in, all he wants is excitement after excitement. There is not like a vision for anything. It's at this moment, what can I get excited with? Give it to me, Dad. But actually, as you grow, you can still have that excitement, but you should be walking with a vision, what God has said, the Word. So we take our tools and bring it back to the Word. It says this, you never ask for help from the one who did all of this. It's like, remember who did all this to get to this point. We forget that too because we get tangled up in the event. You never considered, wow, the one who planned this long ago. What a powerful statement. You never considered. It's not like you potentially didn't consider. It's like, no, mate, I'm telling you, you've lost sight. You've now taken God off the top and put His tools, His gifts over the top of Him. So the question is today, as we walk out and in all our tools and giftings that God has given us, I want to ask you, and I'm, I've asked myself, am I worshiping the tools and the gifts and not even considering God in them? I got lost in it. It's not bad to be working in it. In fact, it's imperative that we work. That's why we believe in a kingdom-minded mission where everything is worship. Every tool, every, it's worship unto the Lord, right? But are we in risk of forgetting, not even considering from whom the tools came from and what he planned for that? You notice he said what he planned. He gives us tools because he has a plan. Now, if we worship the tools and the gifts, we make a plan. Think about it. In life, if I just look at like my gifts, I'll make a plan around my gift. It's natural human behavior. I'm good at X. Therefore, I'm going to build around X. It's like, no, if you're good at X, ask the gift giver why he gave you X so that you can build around his plan. Maximize on that tool. Plug up the walls. Build the reservoirs. Plan for the future. Yes and amen. But don't take your eyes off the gift giver. That's how we stay focused. Because you know why? What happens when the tool doesn't deliver what you want? What happens when what you're believing for, because you've got gifts or you've got partners that are saying, yes and amen, Wood, yes, Caroline, yes, Rosie, I'm with you, and it doesn't happen. You see, now, if you're worshiping the tool, then you're going to fall on your face because the tool is never going to deliver. It's the tool giver. 
So regardless then of the outcome of that tool, if we're looking to the Lord, considering Him, then we look beyond the tool and say, okay, Lord, you're sovereign. So you're working another way in this season through this tool. That way the discouragement isn't as big. Yes, we will walk in that. But it says, you, I'm with you through the valleys. So you look at the tool in a different way. Then you can walk with utter confidence. Then you can use your weapon. And even if, that's why, like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, even if you don't turn up, they use their tools to showcase the Lord, right? But even if you don't turn up, God, I'm good. They weren't looking at their ability to stand up. They were looking at God to deliver. Even though the tool may not have delivered them from the fire, although it did. The gift delivered, you know, God turned up. But they were saying, even if it doesn't happen, I'm good. Because I'm not, I'm not worshiping the gift or the tool. I'm worshiping the gift giver and the tool maker, the tool maker, you know? So I want to encourage all of us today on a Friday, just before we go into the weekend, look at all, study your wall, study your homes, look at the gaps in, in your house. Yes, look at them and, and ask the Lord, what have you given me to be able to plug up these walls? What have you given me to be able to fill up the reservoir? What have you given me to make sure that I'm, 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 on target to win the war because this is war prep and then ask yourself am I making sure that I've considered the Lord have I asked him what he's planned for this season because we can get caught up in the doing and not in the being in the Lord what have you asked for God remember that word that we had no, I'm not a human doing which is just tool focus I'm a human being I'm being in God those two things it's all related right so in your weapons, as you go, Michelle, as you're looking at the future, ask the Lord, why are you making me a teacher? Why have you given me these tools and opportunity? For what ends? It's not for your end. It's for greater than yourself. It's for His glory. Then it will transfer and change the way you look at your tools. In those times when things may not be working out as well as you like, in whatever it is, your faith will still be ready. You can still say, yes, but God said. I'm more than a conqueror, even though this tool is kind of not working the way I wish at this moment. But not my will, but His. His ways are higher. Okay, then I'm good. I'm focusing on Him. Now I go back and build my walls, inspect the breaks. I mean, just listen to this. Looked up my defenses that were stripped away. I ran to the armory. Uh, I inspected the breaks in the wall. I stored up water in the pool. I surveyed my house. I tore some down and I rebuilt them. And Put stone instead of brick or whatever, wood, whatever it is, between this, and I build a reservoir for the future, blah, blah, blah. It's fantastic. It starts with that, but then it says, don't forget to consider from whom it all comes from and why. Consider his plan, not our plans. Amen? So we can believe for those amazing miracles like my father just shared, you know? It's just a tool. The radio, it's a small story, but it's indicative of what. Why would God want to give him that? Because then he raised his faith. Now he walks in a a crazy level of faith because he saw those things, but he knew that it's for God's glory.